What up? What up, friends? And welcome to the Ball and Buds Podcast. I am your host, Omar Fonseca, and as always, thank you for tuning in. I am very excited today for the continuation of our Nashville vacation. Clubber D came out to visit me. I know y'all heard the MMA episode we did a couple weeks ago. Well, this was the boxing version, and I am so excited we are going to get into it all. But first, you know how we like to start things here on the Ball and Buds podcast with Omar's Overture. So let's kick this bad boy off. Man, oh man, the trip was amazing a couple weeks ago. I do want to say as an update, we had an amazing time, showed them around such a good time that all my friends are coming back from back home. The whole crew of all 12 of us and maybe more outside friends may be coming and we might have a group of 15 or 20 this September tearing up Nashville for our fantasy football draft. When I get to town, we're going to treat all you women the way women ought to be treated. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. We're going to get on a party bus and we're going to get, we're going to be rolling down the street, drinking and yelling at people. We're going to be like the woo girls, except we're going to be the fantasy draft. Woo! Ric Flair. Woo! God. Woo! I need to get a Ric Flair. Woo! In there. Anyways, let me stop. Let me let y'all get into this episode, talking some boxing. So yes, sir, we bring in today our combat sports insider, Clubber D. Uh, Today we're going to discuss some Oscar De La Hoya trying to make a comeback. What? Roy Jones Jr. trying to make a comeback. What? We're going to talk some Terrence Crawford versus Manny Pacquiao. Why? Uh, Can we get Earl Spence, please? And then we're going to talk some Tyson Fury and some Anthony Joshua and the heavyweight division. What's going on with Deontay Wilder? All this good stuff. And then finally, we will end it off with the huge fight coming up this weekend. Canelo Alvarez and Billy Joe Saunders for the unified WBA, WBC, Ring Magazine, DVD, MP3, CBD, THC, I don't know, Super Middleweight Championship of the World! In a highly anticipated unification bout this Saturday, May 8th, at AT AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. So yes sir, let us get into this right now with Combat Sports Insider, Clubber D! In Nashville, Tennessee. Enjoy my friends. Well, the boxing world is finally starting to pick up again after they just announced Pacquiao versus Crawford, which is going to be an amazing fight. I'll, I'll talk about that here in a second. Oscar De La Hoya, yes, the Golden Boy, the man who owns Golden Boy Promotions with arguably the best fighter walking this earth right now, Canelo Alvarez, is making a comeback. Um, I believe it's going to be in July. I just read this morning that Roy Jones Jr. has thrown his name in the hat. What? To fight Oscar De La Hoya. Now, <laughs> last time I saw Roy Jones fight somebody of that size was when Tito Trinidad moved up oh, no. to fight Roy Jones. They were both way past the prime. And I've never seen so many C Senior jabs from Roy Jones. <laughs> uh, Tito Trinidad, I mean, he likes to fight with the small ass shorts, but that's not good when you're a little older. And he's just like an old man cutting the grass with black socks. So, so 
The thing about that is, <laughs> if De La Hoya wants to fight, that's cool. That's fine. But don't don't act like you can get in and get in the ring with somebody like a Triple G or someone like that. Right. Uh, Triple G will will knock all the all the. <sighs> I don't want to say beans mm. and rice. Say what you got to say. Get it off your chest. Get um. If he fights somebody like a Triple G or somebody in the top five get, um, in welterweight or or, or middleweight where, where Triple G is or super middleweight, he 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 would knock his block off. That curl in the front of his hair would go get, out. Um, it would go straight, and all the LA looks get get knocked out. Boop. <laughs> Gay. That's it. So, I don't, I don't mind these older fellas uh, fighting. That's fine. It's nostalgia. We want to see it. Like they just announced Cotto versus Marquez, which is going to be a great uh, exhibition fight. That's cool to see them coming out. Hey, we're still in shape. We want to in a box exhibition. Interesting. But I, I, I don't want to see these older guys that are plus forty knocking on fifties door, or even in their fifties, right? Fighting young talent. That's just not good. That's not good for the sport. Because yeah, of course. In a sense, this is a nostalgia factor where we want to see them fight, we want to see them do their thing. But yeah, I don't want to see them get hurt, and I don't want it to be a situation where you know he gets clipped and he goes to sleep, Oof, and you know he's God forbid. he's face down, you know, looking at the stars and Tweety Birds just tw- twiddling around. <laughs> he's counting uh, cows over the moon and stuff. So let's. <laughs> Cool that De La Hoya is coming back, but you know I would prefer if he just sit his old ass down and fight somebody his age. Take beans and rice. <laughs> ah, you're so stupid. Uh, anyways, but I agree. Obviously, we do want to see him fight for reasons of nostalgia, but we also don't want to see them get hurt. And it's taking fights away from other younger people who might need the chance, and or just wasting a fight for some of these bigger contenders that don't really need those fights or have those fights on their record, right? It's just a money grab as it usually is. So anyways, so what do you think about then the Terrence Crawford versus Manny Pacquiao then? Or is this different because they can both box and they both have a title? So technically Crawford needs to beat him to take that title to unify those titles. What are your thoughts on this, my friend? Terrence Crawford versus Pacquiao. I don't know what to say about this. Um, I'm a big Terrence Crawford fan. Uh, elephant in the room is we all want to see the Terrence Crawford versus Earl Spence. Problem is, Terrence Crawford's Bob Arum. Earl Spence is Al Heyman. So that's PBC, that's ESPN, top rank. That's two different companies Uh. and they don't talk that well. I mean, Bob Arum, he'll talk to somebody like Eddie Hearns, who's Matchbox and that's why we're going to have the Tyson Fury versus Anthony Joshua fight, which will be happening soon, hopefully this year. But... Pacquiao, I mean, he has won the belts. Terrence Crawford only has one belt. It's a way for Terrence Crawford to put a little more emphasis on how necessary that fight is to unify 147 welterweight division. I think if Pacquiao wins, I mean, he's already one of the best boxers of all time, but if he beats Terrence Crawford somehow, he'll solidify himself as pound for pound. I mean, there's Mayweather and then it's Pacquiao right there damn. for this, for my generation. Yeah, yeah, damn. I honestly think that Terrence Crawford will not come with the same approach as when Keith Thurman fought Pacquiao was outclassed and outmatched. And I'm saying it right now. First, clubs, bangers. <laughs> clubs, bangers. Prediction on the list. I think Terrence Crawford will win this fight. Um, it might go... The distance, but I think Terrence Crawford will 
will have Pacquiao done by at least a sixth or seventh round. He, he starts a little, a little later, and then he once he figures you out, it's, it's, it's over with. And Pacquiao, it might be a rockabye. He might be there with Conor McGregor hitting his last fight on that couch with uh, Nate Robinson. It, it might be a sectional. They all might be just taking a nap, you know, think about things, think about life. Think about how much they drank the night before. Who knows? But I think Pacquiao will be going to sleep. He'll get slumped Ooh. right in the sixth or seventh round of that fight. And Terrence Crawford, he'll have two belts. It'll be more emphasis as far as him fighting uh, Earl Spence. And that fight really needs to happen for Hell just yeah. so they have just one champ. Because I don't like all these belts. But these, all these belts and sanctioning bodies are fine. But we want one undisputed one. champion. And heavyweight division has got it right. They're starting towards that path with... Uh, Anthony Joshua versus Tyson Fury, and I think the welterweight 147 is is going to trend towards that way. Hopefully by next year, once one, once Crawford one, disposes one, of Pacquiao one, one. like trash, not that he is trash, Damn. but he's going to dispose of him, jettison, boom, get out of here. <laughs> it's going to be him versus Spence, and that's that's got to happen by next year. Oh yeah, my brother, I completely agree. We got to have that match. We need that boxing match in our lives, and I agree. I believe that. Terrence Crawford will stop Manny Pacquiao. I believe Manny Pacquiao will put up a good fight, but yeah, I don't think he has what it takes. I think he's a little too old to stop Terrence Crawford. Terrence Bud Crawford, like the Ball and Buds podcast, he's really good, and I really like him. And so, yeah, I think he's going to stop him, and I'm, I hope so. I'm very excited so we can have him versus, like you said, Errol Spence and see that joint in 2022 for the win. Anyways, so we have a huge fight coming up either this year or next year. The heavyweight division is finally consolidating, and we have Tyson Fury versus Anthony Joshua, which will be the biggest fight in UK boxing history. So, my friend, tell me how we feel about the heavyweight division and how well they're doing. All right, uh, we can't. Okay, stop, stop. First of all, Omar, stop what you're doing, okay? I know you're. I know you're trying to get off and, <laughs> whoa, and go whoa, make an omelet, gay, or something of that nature. Stop, okay? We gotta talk about Joshua versus Fury, okay? This is the biggest fight in boxing whoa. right now, okay? This is the heavyweights, all right? This is the big dogs, all right? This is the people that don't have to have to diet, okay? They're they're, they're ready to, to to rock and roll. So they just announced Joshua versus Fury. Um, I'm happy that two different promotions are working together. Deontay Wilder, he's fired his camp. He's, he blamed it on the suit he wore, looking <laughs> like Black Megatron, walking to the ring saying it was 40 pounds, it was too heavy. No one told your black ass to have that big-ass suit, okay? You should have right. walked to the ring like everybody else and fought Fury, okay? <laughs> Stop all that bullshit. <laughs> then he blamed it on something was in the water, then something's in the gloves. Seriously? Only thing that was in the gloves with Tyson Fury was his fist, punching your ass, telling <laughs> you to go to sleep, okay? When he hit him, he did a Charleston two-step. Okay, I've never seen somebody that big, six foot seven, look like a scarecrow, get hit, go a step back and then fall down like that. Stop with the excuses. You're lost. For real. Get your ass on. Get a better, you know, train better, okay? For real. I know I understand that he picked up boxing late. He's never to me, Deontay Water, I love watching him, don't get me wrong, but he's not a boxer. He's just Right. He's more he's just a he's a fighter, okay? He doesn't have technique. He barely throws a jab. All his punches are looping, okay? He's not like a Tyson Fury who's a technician in there. Tyson Fury might be goofy, might be you know, that tall, goofy guy at the bar, but he, he has he went up. to Kronk Gym, which is the famous Detroit Kronk Gym where where uh where Hearns and everybody else went to, you know, Emmanuel Emmanuel Stewart, rest in peace. All those fighters came out of Kronk, okay? This 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 Irish guy went all the way over there to train and learn with them, okay? And they taught him 
how to fight somebody like Deontay Water. And that's how he disposed of him so fast. And Anthony Joshua, after getting beat by Ruiz, he looks more motivated and ready to fight. He was he was happy, you know. I think it was was rest in peace, Marvin Hackler, who said Rest uh, in power. You can't you can't do construction work sleeping in satin sheets. I could be getting a roll, don't 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 at me. But that's his that's his motto. Okay, if you want to be a champion, you gotta train and act like a champion. And that's the problem that uh Joshua had before he fought to fought against Andy Ruiz, you know, fighting here in Madison Square Garden. And then Andy Ruiz knocked his ass out and uh, you know, did his thing. And I'm a fan of Andy Ruiz, but he made all that money and looked like shit the next fight. So now we're finally getting the unification of the heavyweight belt. True, truly uh Tyson Fury is the real champion because He's the one who beat Klitschko. Just he had a mental mental uh, breakdown and was away from the sport for a year and had a couple years had to give up the belts. But once they fight, 100% of my check. Not guess clubs bangers. Clubs bangers. That Omar pays me is going towards. Tyson Fury. And again, I only get my betting tips from Shane Peacher. All right. He is the NFL slash fan duel king. Okay. But anyways, all jokes aside, my money's on Tyson Fury. It's going to be the biggest fight. It's going to happen. Hopefully it's going to be on the zone so I can watch it for free. It was on pay-per-view. Then I'll probably pay for it. Where a lot of you, a lot of you suckers will be out there getting all those little jailbroken chips, trying to steal it. And I'm telling (laughs) If I find out who you are, I'm telling. Don't worry, Dana White, I got you. Thieves. Anyways, that's going to be the biggest heavyweight fight. I think it's the biggest boxing fight, okay? It's a lot of star power, right? No doubt. You got all the folks from the UK. You got the folks in in Ireland and all of Europe want to watch that fight. You got us Americans that are intrigued to watch it. So that's going to be it. I wish there was a good American heavyweight and... Deontay Wilder didn't want to look like a charcoal olive oil fighting in the ring, but it is what it is. So we'll we'll see what happens. Um, And, uh, yeah. Stupid. <laughs> we need Rocky Balboa. We need to call him Rocky Balboa for the time. <laughs> uh, uh, anyways. All right. So let's get into the big boy, the great white. Saturday, May 8th, Canelo Alvarez versus Billy Joe Saunders. Alvarez is 55 and 1 and 2 with 36 KOs. He'll aim to move one step closer to becoming the undisputed 168 champion by facing the undefeated Billy Joe Saunders at 30-0 with 14 KOs. So, my friend, tell me how you feel about this whopper chopper of a fight. Well, oh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the big fight. That's Canelo Alvarez against Billy Joe Saunders. This is going to be the first time in a while we're getting a unification Okay, we're getting it. That means all the belts are on the line, baby. We're talking about the WBO, the WBA, the WBC, and the Ring Magazine belt. And if there's another belt I miss, who cares? Because it's not important. This is the big dog, okay? We are going to find out who is the biggest and baddest super middleweight on the planet. Yeah, tell them. And obviously, you know we're going to go with Clubs Bangers. Clubs Bangers. Yes, the last club's banger on the list is going to be Canelo Alvarez. But let's talk about this fight. <laughs> of course. Canelo Alvarez, this, this man's <laughs> ridiculous. He fights different weight classes. You might as well call him the Thanos of boxing. He's not collecting uh, stones. He's collecting belts in different divisions. Take that, take Nobody that, take can that. stop this man. 
Mayweather was smart when he fought him back in the day. He was still young in his career and made him drop two more pounds of 152 when they fought. But anyways, uh, his that, only blemish that, is that, that Mayweather loss, and it is what it is. That's the greatest boxer of all time. Mayweather is the man. If you don't like it, don't at me. Anyways, I'll so you, you what is Canelo Alvarez's strengths? Let's talk about that. First of all, the man is stocky as hell, okay? He fluctuates from 154 to 168. It doesn't matter. His power translates in each in each weight class that he fights in. You know, his head movement is ridiculous, okay? This man can never stay in one spot. So it's hard to get a gauge on him as far as trying to figure him out and land a great blow. Oh, Personally, oh. I, think tri- I thought Triple G... Ha! <laughs> got the best blow on him because he won Whoa. the first fight. I don't care what anyone thinks. You got a problem. Come see Omar. Don't come see me. Come but see before me. I before I, before I I finish, wait a minute, Omar. I, I, Are you sending me to Dallas huh? on the 8th of May? Am I, am I going? Is that going to be my, my birthday present from you? I'm not sure if that's in the ball and buds budget, sir. Because uh, I'd like to go. I don't want to pay for the tickets, but I like first row. That's the only way I would go there. And I also travel first class only. Or coach, it doesn't matter, just no middle seat. Anyways, so Billy Joe Saunders, I'm going to hop over to him for a second. So Billy Joe, he's a slick and sneaky southpaw fighter, okay? He need, he knows how to get in and out, puts in great combinations, and he's a great counterpuncher, okay? He is the WBO champion. This is going to be his third defense since having a belt, and a lot of fighters have ducked him. People can say that it's because he, was, he fights for Eddie Hearns and, you know, all these different promoters and boxing is kind of ruining everything to where the fighters aren't fighting each other. But Billy Joe Saunders has a good chance to beat him. It's kind of like Caleb Plant at the higher division that uh, Canelo Alvarez was rumored to fight in his last fight, but he took some scrub off the street. You know, uh, Caleb Plant, Nashville man like yourself, sweet hands. He's great with the combinations. He gets in and out the pocket, moves very nice in the ring. But Billy Joe Saunders is the same way, and he's a lefty. So it's going to be kind of troubling for Canelo to uh, probably figure him out. But I'm going to say we might have to get another person that's sectional. It might be a slumber party, okay? We've already had Nate Robinson. Ben what? Askren, what? Conor McGregor, what? Jorge Masvidal. What? Now we might have someone else added to the list. This might be one of those, you know, Jim Jones parties where everyone just drinks a scissor up and goes to sleep. Okay, who knows if they're praying to L. Ron Hubbard or some other uh, fake idol out there? But he's gonna go to sleep. Then Rockabye. I don't know what they sing or what's the chant in England, London, where he's from, but he will be going to sleep. Um, you can book it like the old school reading competition. What? Back when we were kids. But I'm <laughs> gonna go with Canelo Alvarez. I'll put all of Shane Peach's money on that. Back memories on that. He is the betting expert slash NFL expert. I'm sitting here ready to watch this draft. I got a cold Zima cracked open, hoping my Niners do not get who I don't want them to draft. I'm not going to say because I don't want to pre-jinx myself. Anyways, oh, I'm waiting on those tickets. You got about two more weeks. They send me on down there. But like I said, I'm going to go with Canelo Alvarez. He will be putting Saunders to sleep. Rockabye. Fool, I have to check my checkbook. Because, you see, what had happened was uh, it takes three days between deposit and check. <laughs> and I'm just not sure we're going to be able to get you out of Dallas in time, my friend. We got you to Atlanta last week. I don't know what more you want from me. I'm trying my best over here. But I'm balling on a budget, my friend. So, you know, you know how we do things over here. <laughs>
And you know how we like to end things here on the Ball and Buds podcast with Omar's epilogue. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, D and Shane, for coming in. Thank you for blessing the podcast as always. I love y'all. I hope y'all fly home safe. Great time. Until next time, my friends. On that note, take care of yourself. And now for the ending, I'll take. <laughs> All right. Your battery's low. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Oh, shit. Stop. Stop. It's okay. Okay, it's just going. It's okay. Good battery. Woo! I'm a little sweaty. Good job, brother. Nice. I was on a I can still go. I can still let go. Let me get tomorrow. Yeah. All right, man. Send me that Azima pack. On that note, thank you for tuning in, my friends. Make sure to support your boy. And as always, subscribe to stay updated and download all the new episodes. Until then, stay safe, take care of yourself, be kind to each other, and spread love the Omar way. When fall is more of a mindset than an actual season. When your cozy sweater is more of a symbol than an actual style. And when the person looking back at you in the mirror agrees that it's time your summer gets a fall refresh, grab a new Blood Orange Dunkin' Refresher. Blood Orange and cranberry flavors mixed with fall spices. It's the perfect fall refresh because you can never fall too hard. Even if some would debate whether it's quite fall yet. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.